0: everybody thank you again for joining us today and welcome to the living intentionally podcast living intentionally for god podcast my name is Matsuraya and I'll be talking about the second session that we did during the during day t- in day 25 of the JTLC program JTLC 4.1 yes during the spiritual awakening so we talked about the rationales behind um prayer chains prayer works decrees and declarations so basically, um, um, we know we people do these things, and most of us are just like following the wind, following them. We don't have understanding of what we are doing. So it's just, it's just basically to help us get understanding. And so, Father, we pray that as we get into this session, please minister to us. Help us to learn and help us to act in understanding. We love you, Father. We just may pray. Amen. So, prayer chains is just praying in a chain. <laughs> chain is a serial assembly of connected pieces called links, typically made of metal with an overall character similar to that of Europe. That is flexible, um, curved in compression, but linear, rigid, or load, unload bearing, intentional chain may consist of thermal links. Basically, the most important thing here is that there is a link. So prayer chains are mainly used in group prayers, like we discussed um day twenty four. I think we talked about group prayers. So prayer chains are mainly done when you want to do a good prayer, and we talked of the benefits of good prayers yesterday. Oh, mm, so I'm not really dwell on that. So. But prayer chains, there is a link. What's the link? The link is that when somebody finishes praying, like there's people is particular time slots and like maybe 30-30 minute intervals, maybe 1-1-30, somebody else prays 2 to 2 30 So there's a link. So when somebody finishes praying, the next person picks it up and prays. So that's why it's usually done in group prayers. So I hope you understand that now. So during group prayer, some people might do this in, in the way to ensure that people are actually praying at certain times in the day. Like maybe they actually want people to pray all through the day. So they want so and the good way to do that is through prayer chains and you know have people to pick particular times that are good for them to pray in. And so when they finish praying, somebody else takes over praise and all of that. And apart from doing prayer chains in groups, you may actually want to do it. For by your own self too you might also like pick specific times of the day you set out to pray and maybe you do this when you fast maybe you want to pray as maybe you're fasting um four to six you can pray maybe nine twelve three six another you know, that kind of thing and you know you set and at that point you're setting out act, you're setting out times to actively pray to god so it's, that can also be a change because there's like a connection And when people do this they usually set alarms so that they don't forget so there's a connection. But it's just that it's not a continuous connection. Like it's a long there's a long way before the connection is made, that is before the next prayer takes. But when you do it in groups, it's like one to one thirty or one to two, two to three. Immediately after the end of that prayer, somebody else is praying. So, I hope you understand. So, how can a prayer chairs help in group prayers? It gives you a sense of responsibility. When you are, you know, when we are praying in groups, you know, it might just be going with the wind and start babbling. Your mind might not actually be there, but when you are doing a prayer chain, you know, you are the, only the person praying at that point, you know, there's a higher chance that you are actually putting your mind to it, you know, and because normal, since you pick you the time that is good, and then the group trust that you'll be praying with all your heart. And so, like, it's a sense of responsibility so it can help you to actually pray. And also, it, it, it's a group thing. So, you get to pick your time and you get to pray, you know. So, it's most likely, again, apart from the responsibility, like I said before, you, you put your heart to it and all of that. So, I hope you understand prayer chains now. So, it's just something you can do with your friends. Maybe people just want, you want to pray together. And you can pray together. You don't need to do prayer chains. But if you just want to, I mean, maybe you want people to pray from this time to this time, maybe 9 to 12. You know, you can, instead of doing um the three hours that they go you can do it as i want to do it in, in a group you can you can break the time and make sure somebody's praying at those particular times and you know we do let like, the holy the, the spirit lead you basically because god naturally wants you to actually pray it at once you know <laughs> So prayer walks now. This is just prayer while they are walking. When we read Joshua 6, six, six we see how the men of valor were told to walk around the wall. Before they shouted, then the wall of Jericho fell down. When we read 2 Kings forty five 5 it says, Then he returned and... Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. I think it was Elijah or Elisha when... um. I think a child died, and then um it was raising of the child or I can't really remember what there, but the point is that it walked on a, floor and obviously I was doing that, so most might praying so most time, most times people pray do prayer walks when over a particular coming or a city or a place, maybe they want to, they want that place to be caught you know, they want God to move in that place or they want God to move in that area, so it's like do it to like soften the ground to make the ground more susceptible to the brooding of the holy spirit and this is what the people did before the world of jericho before they shouted and the world of jericho fell so however if you want to just make a prayer life you want to make your prayer life more interesting maybe it's it just it was becoming more it was becoming routine so and you or you know staying in one place where you probably you might probably sleep off or you just want to pray about other things apart from you but nothing is really coming to your mind about, apart from yourself. You can do a prayer walk. So what do I mean? And a prayer walk helps your prayer life. So sometimes, like I said, your prayer walk, your prayer life may just come a routine. So if you must just be creative, you can be walking and then talking to God. You can take a stroll with God. I've heard people say they might get distracted. But really, if you're talking to somebody special, you might not really know what is happening around you. Even if you get distracted, just be quick to get your mind back on track. Like, oh God, sorry. Oh see what I was thinking about. <laughs> okay, please let's get back to the matter, you know, things like that. So it's just to uh, just get you don't need you don't if you put your mind on it that will be distracted distracted, then you'll be distracted. But if you actually if got priority is special to you, you can you might not be distracted and if you are you'll be quick to bring back your mind. So um prayer work to pray for other people, like if you don't want to um pray for only yourself and nothing is coming to your mind apart from yourself you can just do a prayer walk because when you do a prayer walk you see roads and you know people on the road you can whisper a prayer for them like oh god please bless that person and you might see houses and you may just pray oh god whatever is happening in that house Father lord we pray that you please you know, you pray that you just brood over the house you know and you know this if you have groomed your spirit enough, when while you are walking through some areas you might be able to discern that, oh, wow, this, this family, this person is under attack or this house, wow, is under attack. So, you know, in that period, because you are going through that place and all of that, you are able to feel the spiritual temperature. <laughs> Let me say the spiritual temperature. My pastor one of the IG Life sessions, he once said, you know how when we enter a particular place, you are able to know if it's hot or cold, like you're able to feel the temperature that's how we are meant to have groomed that spirit to be like when you go to a particular picture, you should be able to know hmm, that something is not wrong or something is right or something is wrong you know so you know you might be passing some areas some houses and you just know that ah something is wrong and you know that's an opportunity to pray over that place so but so i just i don't want what to about it. it's just taking the stroll with god that's what what um prayer works is works are you can it can be done in your office in your house room school any place in your in your garden in your school you know if you want a place to especially if you want a place to be for god you want to break the obstacle maybe towards the gospel in that place you know walking around that place could really help so to plant those see so that when the appointed time comes when god wants you to do something you know that thing can actually be of result Sometimes God wants you to do something else, like in the ball of the God tell them to shout. That thing can actually be a result. You know, so you can pray, you can sing, you can meditate on the word when a prayer works. It's just you and God. And sometimes groups plan this to do it together, but still, you still get to work it alone. So, it's just you and God. So, now to the next topic, declarations and decrees. Well, I didn't know not really understand why I kept captain saying I decreed and declared in prayer. Like, most people say I decree and declare. But I think now... I understand the context kind of so that's what I've just been explaining. So declarations means a formal or explicit statement or announcement. It's a statement. Um I decree an official order that has the force of law. That has the force of law. So we can declare God's promises of our lives. You know, it's just an announcement, it's a statement. And declare, you can declare about what God says about you, you can declare about who God says you are, you can declare about who God says he is. It's just a means of replacing falsehood with the truth, you know. It's, it's like something false has been said about you're announcing the right thing. And you know, until we to encourage ourselves. They can serve as a means of, you know, they can help our minds to become re- re- transformed. Romans 12, verse 2 that says, transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when you confess these things, when you declare these things over your life, the promises of God who Who God says He is, you remind yourself of who God is. So it it renews your mind, right? So it's just like an announcement to just, you know, tell your spirit what is right. Remove every falsehood. That's what declare is. And most people have a problem, but most people have a problem with the decree part because they say it's like commanding God. Isaiah 5:11 says, Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and His Maker, ask me of things to come up concerning my sons. And concerning the work of my hands, you command me. When people do this, they're actually not commanding God. You are commanding the works of His hands by the system He puts in place for you to do so prayer. Now um, Matthew 18, 18, 18, 18 says, Assuredly, I said to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So it's like you're speaking in the authority that you have in God, which is the, the name of Jesus Christ, you mm-hmm. know? you are speaking in the name of jesus christ because you are a child of god you believe jesus christ so you are speaking from that authority remember i said decree means it's an official order that has the force of law so it's a decree as far as you're speaking from authority and you know sometimes when people decree they are commanding demons and apart from commanding the works of his hands from the authority yeah sometimes people do that they command demands and hindrances you are commanding them by the authority you have in god and by saying what you have in god the queen is very open-ended and can be subjective depending on the exact instance and that is why that is one of the reasons why we need the holy spirit in prayer to lead us and tell us what and how to pray so do you understand so you might not need to actually say i declare and declare that's just english some people say i command some people say i say just, that just vocabulary is, be, you might not need to say, I declare and declare before the, the job is done. You can just say the promises, you can just say what the Bible has already said. You, you can still speak in authority, uh, um, in the authority you have in the name of Jesus. You can't, it's just that, um, you just saying it is already declaring it. No, declaration is an open announcement. You're already you're saying this, you're already declaring it, and you declaring from authority is already a decree. Like if you are saying it from a place of authority, it's already a decree. Because a decree is a place where they say decrees an official order that has the force of law. So as far as you are operating in the as far as you're saying from a tertiary decreeing it, so let's just leave you just like saying you must not always say I prophesy. I. Anytime you want to prophesy you can just say it normally. You don't need to say I prophesy. I. You need to announce that you're about to prefer- do you know, do you understand? Especially if is maybe you are the only one praying at that moment. You need to say I prophesy. I. You know, you can just say it normally and if you want to say it can- there's no harm done. So there's nothing wrong in saying a decline client. I so do not think there's anything wrong in not saying it before they are used. So let's know the promises of God. Let's know what God says about us. Let's know the authority we have in God. And another reason why some people don't understand the and decline is because people shout when they say it, but um we need to understand the context. People don't they they're not shouting. They're not shouting at God. You know when we when we listen to that um someone the IG live session with Pastor on she was saying at some point when you are praying, the Holy Spirit might move you like you start maybe are speaking in tongues, you just start realizing that the 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 tongue is becoming heavy you know or maybe at that point you're actually touching the spirit, like like something's actually something is actually making you acting the way you were not acting before. So you're not shouting at God, you are shouting at whatever thing you are praying about. You know, you're shouting at you know holy anger is being stirred up towards the devil. If it's the devil you're trying to cast out or whatever. And as you're committing communicating with God, you're communicating to the holy God and you know that holy anger is being stirred in you. So it's not like you're shouting at God. Some people might shout at God and that is wrong. You know, but in this case of declaring and declare rightly, you're shouting at God, you are shouting at whatever thing you are speaking to are speaking at because you're speaking to god and then that holy anger is being stirred up and then you know you're feeling it the more the emotions are rising and then you're shouting so and i think that's one of the reasons we don't understand what needs to decree and declare because people shout during that time uh, so you don't really need to shout but sometimes the holy spirit will move you will be the one to actually move you to do some certain way to act some certain ways so yes i hope you understand you know, so declaring is just renewing, helps your mind to be renewed, you know, the promises of God, you meditate on them, and, you know, you, you don't want to declare what you don't understand, basically, so you need to, whatever you want to declare, actually understand it, you know, meditate on it, think about, tell God to help you understand this, because when you know you know, declare it, you know, to make more, it will be of more effect, you know, it's just like how the sons of Skiba, or Skiba, when they use the name of Jesus, they did not understand it. They did. I don't even know if they believed in the name. They don't believe in the name. And they are using it. No, the then they, the demons are like Peter, Paul. We know God, Jesus. We know who are you? You know that kind of thing. Your mind can when your mind doesn't even understand. You know, and you really be. You might be saying it, the more you say it, the more you actually get to understand it. Sometimes. So my point is basically just try to understand what you are declaring. Understand what you are declaring. You just say it with um sniffles, just become empty words. And if you don't understand, you can say it and pray that God help you to actually understand. So he says from a place of understanding. Then, when you do that, then you indeed you, your mind is actually being renewed, or your mind has actually been renewed. So there are many promises in the Bible, you know. So basically, let's look through them. You know, we have a keep your know. There are so many. You know, there are many things God will have us you know about. Things There's so many things God says about us. All things work together for our good. If God is for us, can be against us. You know, when you pass through the waters, He will be with you. When you trust the rivers, they will not overflow. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. You know, the child, the flames caught you. Isaiah four three verse two. You know, basically, just there are so many things. So, I hope you've been able to understand what prayer works. Uh, decrease, I think, that, yeah, this is my shortest, thank God, hallelujah, my shortest podcast. And I really hope you enjoyed this it. It's very straight to the point, you know, like I said, Proverbs 4 7, that was what I was saying when I was talking about praying all night's prayers. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore, get wisdom. The and all you're getting, get understanding. It's important to get understanding, you'll get the idea behind this act. And I pray that um god holy spirit to explain to us because you might not really understand it but you know just keep on praying that god helps you to understand so you but how when you operate in them to actually bear fruit yes praise god and i hope you've been able to learn oh, somebody asked okay nobody I've, i think i've already answered that Send a picture to the group chat of you know some scriptures to say to yourselves when you are in certain periods of time and when you feel abandoned you can talk about psalms nine ten. 10 when you feel afraid you can read and declare psalm 23 into your life psalm 91 into your life and if you're forgotten you can t- speak psalm 139 when you need to repent you can speak psalm so basically the summary is that your work with god can be enjoyable Yes, so praise God. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to learn. We pray, Lord, that indeed you help us to apply everything we've learned into our lives. Help us that this seed will not be stolen. We love you, Father. Help us keep on loving you. Help our work with you not become mere routine. Help us to enjoy you and help us to continue to grow in you. We love you, Father, for just a minute. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you want to get any clarification or anything, you can message us on our social media platforms. Or you can message any of us if you know us. We love you. God loves us more. Bye-bye.